the Atlanta Braves are the NL East champs for the fifth year in a row. <laughs> second but when they brought up William Contreras in the bottom of the eighth inning as the last <laughs> batter and like it didn't matter it wasn't a good matchup like it was just to piss them off like the, the, fun, <laughs> the, the funniest part about that is like I was I was falling asleep uh, well not falling asleep but I was like kind of winding down I didn't have the sound on but I like saw him walking up, and I'm like, I know they're fucking playing it right now, and I know he's about to strike out on three. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he did. It's like, like you're just fueling Edwin Diaz right now. Yeah, no, you could tell like Diaz was having none of it, and but yeah. like when that happened, like that was honestly probably the most chills that I got because I was just like, this is hysterical and like just so it's like it's so petty. But it's like the reverse of petty because we're it's just we're showing them like who is their daddy like we like you know who's their big brother. Well, uh, I, yeah, I would say it was less a William Contreras moment and more like a all 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 roads oh, lead yeah. to here moment. Oh, yeah, no hundred percent. And like I didn't want to say anything about it when it happened, like because I you know in in my head you know baseball like. Uh, superstitions and whatever i didn't want to jinx anything but like i i was i was thinking in my head like we're just doing this to piss them off and i love mm -hmm. it like mm -hmm. um but I, I wanted to wait till the end of the game like because if we did that and then like Kenley <laughs> blew it like that you know we really rolled the dice there um, that yeah yeah that, that was that was definitely a that was definitely a moment in time i also loved the the quote from the Braves radio announcer. I don't know his name, but he was like, if you come out the Kings, like you better not miss. Like that was, that was just yeah. a sick. Yeah. Just a lot of chills that series. Yeah. I, I just a picturesque series, like the best possible version of what you could pot, like, you know, what you could possibly want. Um, and I feel like a lot of Braves fans were confident going in, in general. Like mm -hmm. I was, Obviously, I was nervous about every game, and there were points where I was like, it's not looking good or whatever um, in certain games. But uh, especially the last one, like when Charlie was starting to get hit real bad. But, um, I mean, I, I was confident we'd get at least two. Um, and I, I don't, you know, this team is just so special. And... Mm -hmm we've changed enough things and we've, you know, like, uh, the, like the players who are supposed to be like our top guys has changed pretty dramatically from last year. Like, um, and it's like almost an entirely different team with most of the same players. Mm -hmm. 
in a mm-hmm. way. Um, but yeah, to go in and not just like you know sweep the Mets, but sweep their three-headed monster. And honestly, of all those three, Bassett was probably the doing the best mm-hmm. in the last month out of all of them. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, including myself, were overly confident that we were going to just blow DeGrom away because of his last start against the A's. Mm. He gave up uh, four in the first. Um, Yeah. And I mean, like, he still struck out 12. Yeah. Which was completely overlooked. But. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it is kind of weird in hindsight thinking you know, the Bassett game was the closest, but I also think the series like totally set up for that as well. You know, like to beat DeGrom and Scherzer, then it's like, oh, of course, fucking Charlie's going to give up his two solo home home runs a game, you know, to start. And then it's just going to go back and forth. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I Fucking crazy. Like, I, I don't even know how to feel about it. Like I, I, I assumed we'd win the series, but to to just sweep it and essentially put it away like that was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, we'll get back to that in a second. Um, I just wanted to point out the things that are on my body or I have holding in my hand right now. Um, we, uh, we're partnering with uh, Sweet Hand Sports, who we've, uh, like, you know, been doing stuff for for a while now um and all bats uh they're both pittsburgh based companies but um they have kind of in a way become uh braves fans because who are you who are you gonna watch the pirates like i don't know (laughs) Um, (laughs) um but uh we're starting a giveaway uh the day that the postseason starts so that'll be Friday, um, mm. and giving away this bat and these gloves. Freshly worn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put my stink in them and uh, and then send them straight to you with care. But uh, no, you'll get a fa- fresh pair of gloves probably. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, these gloves, thirty-five dollars. This bat is, I think, around one hundred twenty-five dollars. So quick math that's 160 dollars value for free um and uh you get something to go play baseball with or just protect your home um or get autographs in, in style uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, you hear the intruder knocker you, you put you put on the gloves first and that comes out i mean if i had this bat like you know i just kind of be waiting you know, like yeah that type of guy just waiting for one small noise you would leave the you would leave the front door open and like ten thousand dollars sitting right in front like someone comes up and they're like is this somebody's like i'm scared that it's gonna get taken (laughs) right across the fucking 440 dead center (laughs) oh um (laughs) But yeah, so um, this week I can't hold it. I gotta take these off now. Um, 
we'll get back to the Mets series in a minute, talk about like some specific stats and whatever. But um, I mean, it was obviously a pretty done deal. Um, I, well, you know, the magic number was one, had three games left, and just needed them to lose or us to win. And after that first game in Miami we got shut out i was like oh i'm getting scared now and then mm-hmm. the fact that odorizzi was starting the next day i if i'm being honest like i really i really was like just not wanting to watch because it was like if we win it's just going to be relieving and it's like okay now it's a it, it's official instead of like uh you know something really exciting is what i was thinking um kind of like i, I compared it to Georgia playing Michigan last year in the semifinal of the CFP. It was like, I was like, I, I'll watch it, but like, I, it's just going to stress me out. And if we win, it's like, oh, we have one more game to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this, it was like, we win, we still have the postseason or whatever. Um, but kind of thought they just get the job done in the first game. They didn't. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so anyways... If I'm being honest, I really did not want to see the game, so I went. ended up going to dinner with a couple friends somewhere that we don't go super often, um, and I was just thinking, like, okay, I'll keep up with it on my phone, but not really focus on it. Turns out mm-hmm. they had TVs everywhere with the game on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what, what did you expect? <laughs> really, yeah, what did you expect? I, yeah, I mean, I... I I I'd only been there once, and I just I, I went there with a group of people, and I just didn't remember there being TVs anywhere because it was probably just they nothing was being played or whatever. But it quickly it went from like only the TV behind the bar to every single TV in there was playing mm-hmm. it, and I was like, okay, well I have to confront this. But uh, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, I uh, we went there just me and two of my friends, uh, and. There's a bunch of people there, like, this is weird. Ends up, there was trivia, uh, and we're like, I guess we'll just try, because, you know, there's, like, free beer on the line. Uh, we sucked. We got absolutely raked through the mud. Um, I think it, like, everybody else in there was, like, 10 years older than us, and it was mm-hmm. older people questions. Um, but uh, we, yeah, the, the, like, at halftime, at their halftime, after the second round, they uh they like spin a wheel with the top 16 teams and then if it lands on your team you get free beer like a free pitcher um and we were like third to last but there was only 15 teams so we were automatically yeah. in it Hell um, yeah. Hell and yeah. we got the beer i was just so i was <laughs> just so surprised like all these other people that like you know had these large groups of people and like doing well and really intent on the trivia and we're just getting our asses handed to us and then it's like oh this is nice and then so i had already had a double ipa and uh i me and uh is me and ben and jackie me and ben went and got uh he got a manhattan i got an old-fashioned and then after we literally (laughs) right after we bought those we won the free beer which it was like six point six percent too. It was an IPA. Yeah, they're they're not going light on it either. No. Um, yeah. It's a sign from God, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got a thirty dollar pitcher for free. Um, oh, yeah. Got another two uh, drinks in me, and then in the background, like had the Braves game going and trivia at the same time, 
Um, and, like, j- seeing Kenley go and, you know, work. He's been so good lately. We'll talk about oh, him in a minute. Yeah. Um, he's made us all eat shit, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, going from there and just being really hype. And then Cole was one of my other friends was downtown with his uh, his new girlfriend and a couple other people at a half off wine night at a bar. So then I went and got, <laughs> got hell yeah, half <laughs> kept, a it, of kept wine. it rolling. Yeah, yeah. And then um, and Athena Paradiso to so a, a goza. So I uh, and I didn't feel great the next day, but uh, yeah, which no. is today. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was completely worth it. That whole it was great it was awesome um yeah sam um your, <laughs> yeah, your brother I, you... I, I can i can go into yeah i can go into my <laughs> uh, my past few days so for for everyone that doesn't know um i live in a house divided uh so just as a little bit of backstory um my dad is from long island new york like grew up full-fledged Mets fan, like really like, like big time. Um, but him and my mom moved to Atlanta in the nineties. Uh, I was born soon thereafter. And, uh, my brother, he's like three years older than me. Uh, he got into sports just like way before I did. And I mean, you all know, like baseball is just such a generational sport. Like it's really like whatever your dad roots for you kind of just like root for and you know, tangentially. And, so him, my brother and my dad started watching Mets games when he was like six or seven years old. So they're like, they're both fully in on it. And I didn't really get into baseball until like, honestly, probably 2018 or 2019. That's when I really started being like, oh, like, you know, maybe I have a sports identity. Like the Falcons started sucking. And I was like, all right, let me try to like, let's like, like, let's see what's happening here. And by all accounts, like I should be a Mets fan. Um, like, my dad is, my brother is, I live in New York city now. Like it just, it just would make a lot more sense, but I, I just grew up going to, going to Braves games. And like, I'm surrounded by so many friends that are also Braves fans. It just made a lot of sense. Uh, so it's been a very like tense, like past week. Um, like even beforehand, just like my brother, dad and I's group chat, it's just a fucking battleground. Like I can't really say anything without getting double teamed and all this stuff. And my brother is just like a diehard Mets fan. Like, I don't think I've ever met a fan of a sports team more intense you know like we we do a braves podcast like i know more people than, that are just like frank the tank oh like he's up there like he, <laughs> he, he, like i think him and frank the tank would be boys like it's, it's kind of that level they're both just like chewing on pieces of shit around their neck and screaming Dude, literally just like 2007 never dies <laughs> yeah exactly just like fucking living it i mean i like it's kind of like whenever like Christmas or my birthday, my brother's birthday rolls around. It's always like, I get him something super nice, like Mets, like paraphernalia, like that kind of vibe. And during game three, it just like, it got to a head where like he, he just started texting me, like, just like really just going in on me. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like you, like, you specifically. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Like you're going against like me and dad. I'm like, dude, like, I don't know. I'm just from Atlanta. Like, I feel like this is the team I, I've been rooting for for a while now. Um, Jeez, and so I, he was like, attacking you. Yeah, he was getting after it. And, like, obviously, like, I love the guy. Jack's, like, my best friend in the world. So it's, like, a little – it's a little tense now. It'll it'll settle in, like, two months. Mm. Like, honestly, maybe depending on uh, two the world's – Yeah, like, honestly, if, it, if it's, like, a, if, if it's a Braves – 
Mets NLCS and oh, the Braves God. win, it might be like a few months before things are like okay again. <laughs> like, and like I'm on the other end. Like, dude, if if the Mets go all the way, like I'm with you. Like, you know, I have a lot of coworkers that are Mets fans. That's another point today in the office. I was just like chopping and like I brought my hat and stuff. And like, like it was. I, I walked home from work today with my med, with my uh, with my Braves hat on. I took like the long route just to catch more looks and shit. And I felt like the man. Uh, but like, but yeah, it's it's been a very uh, it, it's been very tense. But I, I've got to say, it's it's just a good feeling. Uh, obviously, winning the division five years in a row is just unfucking believable. Um, obviously, hit it out the right time. I mean, I, I mean, I do feel kind of bad because like. In all honesty, yeah. I really started. I mean, yeah, I don't feel that bad, but like, I, you know, I started following the Braves and they were like getting Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Alves and like starting to get good. So I hopped on at the right time. I don't. I. I wouldn't say that I'm like full. Like I. I. Oh shit. Will. Will, <laughs> is that you? Yeah, it sure no, was. God, turn it off, please. Turn it off now. Um, I'll try. Yeah. I'll try. But yeah, I. I would say I got on it at the right time and I've ridden it out and. Yeah, just great vibes. I'm I'm excited to see like this city, uh, you know, come playoff time, and I'll be rooting against them. You know, mm-hmm. I'll be rooting against this this entire city. But you should, uh, uh, if you can find like the cheapest like standing room only ticket for one of the wild card games, you should go and just show up. See, I was actually, lo- <laughs> I, yeah, for real, I was actually looking through that today, um, and uh, of course, like a bunch of guys in the office were talking about it, like. I think the cheapest ticket right now with fees is like a hundred bucks. And that's for like, just like one of the wild card games, like standing yeah. room only. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll see. I, I've also been talking with my dad and brother. Um, if the Braves and Mets meet up in the NLCS, I think we're going to get a game, which would be fucking awesome. Uh, I yeah. would it though. Like, would that not just be incredibly stressful and like passive aggressive turned aggressive? Yeah. I mean, there, that's one way of looking at it, but it's also like the experience would be just fucking unmatched. Like that, they always say, like in baseball, you don't pay for, you know, when you pay for a ticket, you don't pay to see when you, you like pay for the experience. I, I think it would just be a good time. Obviously it'd be fucking tense, but, uh, would you say that yeah. about the, uh, the NLCS game five last year that you went to. Oh my fucking God. That was <laughs> the 13 I, I, yeah. loss. Yeah. I think I've, I, I definitely talked about this on the podcast, like way back in the day, but um, this time last year I had like, it was like middle of midterm season. I saw, um, you know, like Dodgers fans were just so in the dumps. Like, I think we, yeah, we'd gone up, uh, we'd gone up in the series. It was game five. We had the chance to clinch and tickets were like 50 bucks with fees. Like, and that's for like, <laughs> That was for like probably 14 rows up in uh, left field. So I'm like, no fucking like, no fucking shot. I'm missing this. And I then yeah, the, like it, seeing uh, you like you sent me the screenshot of you on TV. Of one of the yeah yeah that they hit. yeah. The AJ Pollock hit a home run that landed like two rows in front of me. So I was like, it's funny because it's just a sea of like blue, and then it's me and my red hat just fucking depressed as shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I will say like that was a fun experience. I had a good time, and it was like sad at the end. But you know, I'm glad I went. Like, yeah, I would have been kicking myself if I didn't. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't like. I I couldn't take uh, going to a game with you know a friend who's rooting for the other team like in a yeah. big game. Not, you know, obviously, like, I could go to, like, a regular season game like that, Mm -hmm. Um, 
but stuff on the line, like, I would, I think I would probably hate that person for a while or they yeah more than like and it i don't know it's and it's also like it's the little things like the little atmospheric things um i remember at the Do- that dodgers game they had this fucking mariachi band that would come out at every like like every like two to three innings and they just play like the, the most annoying music you've ever heard in your life like just <laughs> definitely up there and I'm just like I'm just like fucking reeling like a shell shocked like Civil War like soldier like in the stands like I can at one point I was just like fuck it I'm gonna walk around the stadium walked around like made made some Braves fans I'm like all right we'll get them next time that made me feel better but yeah it it it, it would be kind of tough but I think if it happens uh, like we got it like I'm I'm here in New York and my dad and brother want to come up so we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, hopefully, times, um, yeah. I mean, it, that would be cool, but I would definitely hope that that doesn't happen because I would be so I'm going to be on edge basically, you know, every yeah. single game that we play. But like, as you should be, I, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, but I would I would much rather lose to the Dodgers or Padres um, mm. than the Mets. Like I, I would. Mm. And I know you disagree with me on this too, but I would rather lose to the Phillies than the Mets as well. Like if I had to choose Ooh. between, you know, losing one of those. That's a, yeah, that that is that that is an extremely hot take, but I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. There's just so much emotion between the Braves and Mets now. Like the rivalry has been yeah. completely reignited. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways. For those who don't know, Will uh, has been studying for the LSAT for a while now, um, so he's Hell a, yeah. a resident hermit, basically um, <laughs> in, in Lexington. Basically. So, but uh, Will, let me let me break down a couple stats for you. Uh, just looking at where three specific players were coming into the Met series versus how they performed in it. Um, we'll kind of address maybe how they did it but so austin riley dansby swanson matt olson were all having absolutely garbage septembers um some like a little less than others i don't know but in all of september so the the series was um september 30th october 1st and 2nd um for all of september uh, Austin Riley had an 11% walk rate, uh, 23.9% K rate, BABIP of 222. Um, his average, so his uh, slash line was uh, 204, 312, 387, and he was sitting at a 98 WRC plus. Um, so not for that. This is the whole month of September too, like when it's when it's crunch time. Uh, he only had seven RBIs in all of September, which is nuts. Jesus, that's crazy. 19 hits, uh, five, five homers, um, <clears throat> which I think he hit three of those in a row. Like, um, mm. let's see. Oh, that was, yeah, that was September 1st until the 3rd. He hit three homers in a row against Colorado and then Miami. Um but yeah, not great. Dansby Swanson, um, his walk rate was four percent, K rate twenty seven point four. Uh, his BABIP was two sixty four. His average uh, two twenty four, OBP two fifty seven, slugging three eighty 
with a 75 WRC+. Um, he did have 15 RBI, 5 homers, 11 runs. Still not great, especially against the teams that we played. And then Matt Olson, in all of September, uh, he went 13 for 99. So he had a 151 average, uh, 253 on base, 279 slugging, and a 48 WRC+. His Woba was 239, and his Babbitt was 189. That's um, probably one of the worst months of his career. Oh, yeah. That, that's got has to be. 31% yeah. K rate, um, 11% walk rate. Um, absolutely just atrocious. Um, and this was finally, like, Snit kind of saw what was going on. Or I mean, he definitely knew, obviously, but uh, finally decided to act on it and moved him from four hole to the five which was you know it seemed like it there was one game he had a good game in the five hole but then the rest of the time it was still not much going for him and then just all of a sudden we get to the Mets series and then this is uh austin riley's slash line is 364 417 727 obviously this is just three games but and a 217 wrc plus one homer, three runs, one RBI. So, like, much better. But, you know, not crazy. Um, and then for Dansby, um, i got to change this real quick. 32. Um, 364, 417, 1182 slugging. <laughs> he had a 329 WRC+. Plus. And a 6.49 Woba, um, which is nuts. And then Matt Olson, uh, which Dansby had three homers, one homer against Scherzer, Degrom, and Bassett. Um, Matt Olson had an 18% walk rate, 27% K rate, but his slash line was 556, 636, 15.56. With a Wobe of 851 and a WRC plus of 467. Um, three homers, four runs, five RBIs. Uh, went five for 11. Um, I don't know, like, I'm going to go ahead and use a fan question for this because it's pertinent. Um, Christopher Bell asked, was it rust or rest that got the sweep done against the Mets? Mm. Um and I mean, I it had to like I I don't think it's either. Um, mm-hmm. I because there wasn't really any rest going into it, because um, it was just day after day grind. Um, I think this team just absolutely feeds on the moment, um, mm-hmm. and like if they can't convince themselves like that the moment isn't big enough then they just can't produce, I feel like. And I, I, I feel, I feel like, like that, yeah, that, I feel like that's a really good take. I honestly haven't thought about it like that. I don't know, just like quickly interjecting. Mm-hmm. I noticed that, I mean, we all noticed it. Like Truist Park during that Met series was like play. That was like World Series atmosphere. Like oh, yeah. everyone, there, everyone there knew exactly what was happening. There were no like floater fans. Like everyone was super invested. And then... <clears throat> The second we go to Lone Depot Park, 
you could just tell like there was less. I, I think that's the reason we didn't win the first game. Personally, yeah. I, I really think like the like atmosphere was so tangible um, that it had like a long lasting effect. So yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying there. That was going to be my next point. Was basically mm-hmm. that you could. Sh- what I think proved that was going to Miami and it's like, yeah, win this game and then you can go party basically. Yeah. And like you can just rest for the next two days, but there was too much of a cushion and there wasn't enough like emphasis on it. Mm. The, the moment wasn't big enough. And like you're playing at Miami where there's like 10% of the seats are full. Um, mm. And we brought absolutely no energy as we showed. And then even in the second game, like, which um, I don't know if it was, it was definitely a combination of that, and then Jesus Lazardo had like his best start. Of yeah, the entire he, year. he was lights out against us. Um, but I mean, you kind of see it with the bats in game two. Like we had a lot of guys left on base in that one, and Dansby mm-hmm. like crapped the bed multiple times that game. Had runners on and grounded into <clears> double play. Uh, struck out looking multiple times, just couldn't get anything going. Um, and he's a huge, as we've already seen so many times, a huge clutch guy. Mm-hmm. Like, the moment's not big enough for him. Like, and that's how, you know, he's been his whole career at the same time, too. Like, even when he's not doing... he, he This year was obviously the best year of his career. Um, and, and I think a lot of that is, and like... What we hadn't seen from him before is he couldn't just he couldn't carry the momentum or the quality throughout the whole season. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it was too hard for him to do, um, and now we're seeing kind of a different player in that regard. But when the moment's big, like that is when he shines. Um, mm-hmm. Which they were. Uh, I was listening to the John Boy podcast, and they brought up Peter Moylan, who works for them like a lot uh and they had asked him like bases are loaded two outs like like in a situation like a huge situation which batter do you want and peter mm-hmm. said dansby which i feel like mm-hmm. would kind of shock a number of people and i mean that would stop, that would kind of shock me as well until mm-hmm. really seeing i mean he's done great this whole year but what he did in the Mets series was unreal. Um, yeah. Uh, Will, what are your thoughts on the Austin and Dansby and Matt kind of going from absolutely flat garbage to, uh, to yeah. like, being what they were? Uh, <clears throat> my gosh. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a very positive sign. But I also think, like, it was only a matter of time. Um, It's just funny how it worked out, where it's, like, probably the most important, definitely the most important regular season series of the year, without question. That's when it all, like, happened. Um, Hopefully, they carried over into the postseason. Um, But, yeah, like, numbers like that, they just, that's just, like, Bad luck, and I don't know. Like, the 222 BABIP for Austin Riley, I think. Like, that's just yeah. bad luck. That just corrects over time. Um, yeah. yeah. But then, I mean, especially Matt, he had a 189 BABIP. Um, yeah, that's – I mean, that's just, like – for the viewers, BABIP is basically, like, 
a luck stat. It just takes into account like, like if you're hitting the ball really hard, but if it's just going straight to the fielder, it accounts for that. Um, so you'll see players with like high BABIPs, but then low batting averages, which points to them being pretty unlucky. Um, it was just them sucking for a little bit combined with the unluckiness. It sounds like. Yeah, I um, basically the whole month of September, I Matt Olson kind of swiftly became my least favorite player, um, mm-hmm. which is you know difficult for that not to be the case um, with what he was producing. Um, and it's not like I mean I I would imagine he's you know everybody in that lineup is their own form of leader or contributor or whatever in the clubhouse, like off the field and on. Um, but he's a much more quiet guy in general, and he was struggling real hard. So it's like it's like the opposite. Like Heredia, he's going to go out there and suck, mm-hmm. but we're not relying on him, uh, and he brings a whole ton of energy. So it's like even if he goes out there and strikes out, like I'm not going to get – super pissed at him but matt were relying a whole bunch and him sitting at the four hole for that long and doing that bad um a lot of people were dming me and basically being like do you think the freddy stuff is getting to his head again and i'm mm-hmm. sure that's got to be a looming like a, a looming thought consistently um and i i, I kind of just gave up on him for this year and i was like well he's going to be someone we kind of just have to deal with and he'll pimp a home run ever so often but just hopefully he's not going to be up in too many big spots. But, I mean, he's kind of showing a, tr- a trace of, like, Dansby's stuff where the moment gets bigger and he starts producing more. Um, mm-hmm. He's definitely looking more comfortable now. Um, I think he's going to be great next season. Um, and it's like if you look at his numbers, it's not like he hasn't really produced close Kyle. to what we want. Um, but he's definitely... Uh, I mean, you look at the RBIs and the home runs, he's doing stuff there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, just a, a couple other things looking at the series as a whole before we kind of move on. And then also the clinching in Miami. Um, a couple of just key things. Freed coming in and playing that game when obviously he really shouldn't have um, and being able to pitch as well as he he really started to settle in and so I was like really really scared when he left at, like just out of nowhere after the fifth mm. um, he got he got like sick right it was just yeah. like yeah they never really officially said like what it was they just were like mm. he's sick um, yeah. but I mean it looked like a stomach bug or something mm. uh, I would hope it's just like 24 hour or whatever um somebody asked me like do you think that he just got real nervous in this situation it's like no no he, God, he no. pitched in, he pitched in game six of the world series the, like, the dudes the dudes also like i feel like all starting pitchers in the mlb have this but like he's got some some psychopathic tendencies like th- that guy feeds <laughs> off that shit you know yeah i mean i will say i like uh, someone i think they said this on i think trevor plouffe said this about him but like he doesn't really have a killer instinct unless he's forced to. And he, mm-hmm. that game six, when he got stepped on, and uh, what was his name? The 
uh, Michael Brantley didn't actually touch first base, but he like was <sighs> yeah. still called safe. Like that yeah. was enough for him to be like, okay, screw fuck this. this. Yeah, fuck that. Um, and uh, but yeah, he was rolling. Everything was working really well for him, um, and he was mixing in the changeup too, really effectively, which he doesn't throw super often, um, mm-hmm. leaving that down in the zone. And you know, props to him for just you know pitching in that game in general. We he knew that like he was absolutely needed, and he gave us everything that he possibly had. Yeah. Um, and then our bullpen was able to come in and bail him out. Or like keep him keep the win for him. Um, game two. I really thought that Kyle Wright was the best matchup against Scherzer, just mm-hmm. because of like how we. I don't I don't get how this works, and I don't know like why it happens. Um, but like every time Kyle comes up to pitch, for some reason we just give him a lot of run support. Um, mm-hmm. And I've said this basically all the last couple of years. Whoever, like, leads the league and wins never fully deserves it to me. Like, they're yeah. not – it's always, like, someone who is good but not the best, like, a top five pitcher in the league. Mm. Um, Last year was Urias, right? Yeah, like, it same was Urias. Yeah. And I yeah. was, like, pissed off because um, – I mean, he was – like, like he's kind of like what Kyle is. Like, mm. Kyle is going to give you really good starts – and is very consistent with it, which is, you know, its own form of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, usually going to give up two to three, maybe four a game. Um, but we just – coming in knowing, you know, how many wins he has, and it's like he's just going to keep rolling. Um, I mean, even in the game that he – his last game where he really sucked was against the A's. Um, mm-hmm. He gave up, like – 15 or not 15 i don't know what I that number. He gave 15 up like seven, runs <laughs> he gave up like seven six seven eight runs and we still ended up winning that game somehow mm-hmm. um but getting to scherzer getting him to pitch as much as we did too the first inning was bad first inning against bassett was also not great um but the two hugest things in that series so it's like oh yeah you won the first two but like bassett's gonna come out because he had like a 225 and he had an 8-1 record in his last month or two or whatever um he pitched like 16 the first inning 18 the next inning and then in the third inning he pitched 36 pitches um and wow it was just constant, like, what basically what the Mets were doing to us all year is just fouling, 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 like, and just not being able to put people out and then either walking people. Um, like, I think Ronnie got a walk in that. Um, he walked Matt as well with the bases loaded, bringing in Arcia. Um, Arcia came in really huge in a number of ways this series as well got a couple good at bats like in that inning he started that off um and got a couple good hits and then that when travis was at the plate with the bases loaded and we had just walked in a run i was like okay i'm fine at this point if he strikes out or whatever because it's two to three now we're one closer and bassett's got maybe an, an inning or two left in him mm-hmm. um and I think Travis went down 0-2 real early, um, which you have to, I guess. Um, but uh, 
went down 0-2, and he was just late on everything, and I was like, oh, this is not not looking mm-hmm. like a good matchup. And then he got two balls, like fouled some stuff off, and I was telling my dad, I was like, I, if he walks, it'll be huge. Like, I, I don't think he's getting a base hit. And then just slaps the ball middle, like mm-hmm. right back to where it came from, and I was legitimately shocked. Um, yeah. And then the inning, the half inning before that, debatably like a a play that will be reviewed for years to come i think was austin riley's no play on that like that uh swinging bunt Mm um well did you see that in the in the highlights at all okay well basically it was paint paint the picture griffin yeah (laughs) there's there's one out um so initially so charlie got hit Three, he got three singles hit off him in a row in the top mm. of the third. Um, they came in and scored a run, uh, or maybe two I think they scored two runs. Um, and then you had runners at first and third with no outs. Uh, he was able to get a pop-up, like in the infield, um, one out. And then Mark Cannon's up to bat and, like, hits a swinging bunt. And like, here's the bag. I don't. This is the this is the bag. This is the this is the bag. It, it came like <laughs> literally this close from touching it. But it was just rolling, and Escobar is sprinting to the sprinting to home plate. Riley's like coming to like scoop it, sees it the last second, just takes his hand away, rolls barely past the bag, and then uh, Charlie gets I think a pop out and then a ground out, um, and saved. Probably multiple runs from coming in, and maybe yeah. even Charlie coming out of the game. Um, and then the next half inning, we're up on them. So, and then, yeah, go to Miami. Oda Rizzi always terrifies me. He had his best start of the year possible. Um, yeah. That honestly might be one of his biggest games as, like, a player ever because he's not really been on – fantastic well i mean he was on the astros but he didn't do much for them like yeah also the dis- the disgraced astros too so yeah well i mean he i think he got traded them from the twins in like 2019 or 2018 or something oh right um but yeah he was with the twins who were doing nothing before comes out gives up one run run seven k's and just one walk um and just two hits is exactly what we needed and everybody mm-hmm. else is locked down. Our bullpen is so freaking good right now. So god, so damn good. Um. But yeah, so we're running short on time now. Um, there's so many other things you say about the Mets series, other than I just I I I'm so glad it ended up the way that it did. Um, I mean, let me. Uh. We're gonna move to uh. Just say kind of like at this point the season's over who are who we think the Braves MVP and the Braves Cy Young is for this year will you 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 want to start us off and then I'm gonna I'm gonna read this when I find it about uh about the Mets thing um Cy Young I I don't know it was tough and I also out of the three of us I watched the least number of games (laughs) in all fairness um I went with Max Fried though. 
Then I also went with Austin Riley um, for the MVP. Gotcha. Well, uh, why both of them? Oh. Um, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, I went with both of them just because they. I felt like they'd been the most consistent all year long. Um, that may be totally wrong and off base. Um, but like, I don't know. That that, that was just the vibe I got from that. <laughs> sometimes it's just the eye, sometimes it's just the eye test. Yeah, uh, I mean, all, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I remember in the dog days of summer, like when people go through cold stretches and I like those two really broke out this year. I feel Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll hop, I'll hop in as well. I think, uh, I'll be a little contrarian here and just throw out some, some other names. I think the, like, I don't want to say he was the best pitcher in the rotation, but I think value wise, like Kyle Wright really fucking made a difference this year. Um, just from like, you know, having a guy like that as your three or four um, behind Max Reed and Strider and Morton, like th- just unbelievable. And like, he, he's been fuck. He's been just like bad for the past few years. And just as oh, yeah. someone so highly touted to come out and like literally get 21 wins on the season. Like that's just insane. I think um, you know, coming into this year, his record in the MLB was one and seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he, he just he was not good. I think, like me, even me personally, like I thought, I think a lot of people had written him off. Um, so he's I'd probably, right? He's yeah, up he's, there. He's yeah. On the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's up there. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's just like if we're, I think value wise, he's probably there. Um, Cy Young, pure stats wise, obviously Max Fried. Um, and then. MVP from an offensive standpoint has got to be Dansby. I think just like the dude was just so fucking consistent this year. He was in a prove it year and he fucking, he more than proved it. Uh, I'm a little interested to see where contract negotiations are going to go with him. I know that's like kind of an aside at this point, but mm-hmm. I'm very interested and very nervous about the fact that like nothing has happened yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, we still have re- until 2024. Or, oh, you mean Dansby? Sorry, I was thinking about Dansby. But yeah, 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 yeah Dansby. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it reeks of Freddie Freeman right now. Um, it really does. Yeah. Yeah, and and that that kind of sucks. But he's just been incredible. And as as if like kind of on and off Dansby daughter, like it's been nice to see him actually kill it this year and, and prove me wrong. So that's how I'd go with. Yeah, I, I, uh... I will say one thing that was pretty nice uh, about the Kyle Wright thing, solely because I think it's an important lesson that a lot of the times we. Like, like we fall into that trap of, like, as baseball, not just us, but I'm saying baseball fans in general, that, like, baseball, like, player development isn't, like, linear at all. When Aaron Judge first came up, he struck out 50% of the time and batted 120. Yeah. Like, just because one guy's good one year or bad one year, and they're, like, 25 or 26, doesn't mean, like, they're not going to reach their ceiling. Mm -hmm. He had a... He like if this was his prove it year for sure. Like if he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, produce even something good, I think he was either going to be on the trading block for like a reliever, uh, yeah, or just yeah. I don't know. But no, uh, I agree. I just think like a lot of the times we fall into that trap of like, I don't know, when a like twenty five yeah. year old or twenty six year old or however old comes up and they start sucking or they start crushing it, we like immediately like claim that person to be that person yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's true uh, mm-hmm. baseball is an incredibly difficult sport to 
be good every single year because um, mm. you just have to constantly make adjustments, um, which is so much different than other sports. Like, I know you have to make adjustments when ready for other sports, but just, like, it, the game changes so constantly, and you're seeing a different thing, consi- like, every pitch almost versus, like, every season. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would say, like um, – they give out the best friend award in John Boy, and I would I would give that to Kyle Wright in terms of how mm. consistent he was. Um, mm. Like, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, just some recency bias, and maybe you know some younger people will enjoy what I have to say. But like, I think for my Cy Young and my MVP, I uh, somewhat foolishly I would say Michael Harris and Spencer Strider. Yeah, um, yeah, there it is. There it is. And, I'm, my reasoning for both is that they both completely reestablished, um, like Michael Harris completely reestablished the uh, the the lineup, and mm. Strider completely reestablished the rotation. When mm. before Strider was like consistently starting games, we had a glaring hole in the five spot. Um, mm. Elder was up and down and wasn't doing great. Muller tried and wasn't doing great either. Um, and Noah was poo-poo, and now he's mm. on a 60-day IL. Um, and we didn't really have anybody. Uh, and it was just debating between bullpen games. And, like, he wasn't ever supposed to start or, like, have a game go past 70 innings. And, th- like, him breaking records just became so normal that it was, like, not fascinating when he did it. He beat a record held by Randy Johnson for the fastest to 200 strikeouts in a season. It's awesome. And it, like, and Andy, he, Andy, like, Andy beat the Braves' single-game single strikeout record. Like, yeah. fucking... Well, one I of those forget, I forget yeah. these things. <laughs> yeah. um, like, and... Uh, Randy did that, I think, in 2001 when he's, like, mm. in the peak of his career. Mm. Or, like, or like a closer to the tail end or whatever. But Strider did this as a rookie who was not supposed to be a starter and spent a lot of those innings mm. in the bullpen. Um, like, the first several. And come in and what did what he did, like, just gave it an unbelievable spark to the team that I don't think, you know. And then the whole mustache thing. Uh, mm. And just he's... Um, did you see his his video? Like Michael Harris went live. Oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the holy smoking vaginas. The holy smoking vaginas. <laughs> that, that's that's another footnote I forgot to mention. Uh, yesterday after the game was over and the players started filing into the uh, into the like into the locker room, I muted my TV and just immediately went to Heredia's like Instagram live. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know this, I know this broadcast is going to be delayed like two minutes. So I'm just going to watch it on the live. And I was ping pong between him and the Cunhas, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just, that's a side note, but I, saw I, that as well. I, I would imagine that Heredia's was just constant noise. Like there's, Oh like, yeah. There's it, no it was just him yelling and just like smoking a cigar, <laughs> like not puffing it, just fucking like r- taking it down. It was so funny. So um, funny, but yeah, and then Michael Harris, like we needed a a spark three times this year when we went into like little mini slumps, and he was the one that started the biggest spark where we like went on a fourteen game win streak, and the stuff that he's done is not only like something that he should get looked at for rookie of the year, but 
the only thing holding him back from being in the MVP category is just he didn't get enough plate appearances. Like, I mean, Mm. I still think he should finish top 10 in MVP for what he's done. He is Mm. an absolute phenomenon. Um, Yeah. He's he's younger than all of us. He's 21 Mm. and a half years old. Yeah. Uh, And... Obviously, Will, this is the flip side of, you know, like, Kyle Wright's deal is we see we see Michael Harris as, like, a great player right now, um, and we can't see any way that he's going to struggle. He has had, like, tiny mini slumps um, in September and whatever, but he's still, he's been the, he was the player of the month in September, uh, or the rookie of the month, or, um, he was the rookie of the month in September and August, or in September, July, and June or May, one of those, um, or June. And then Spencer Strider was the rookie of the month for August. Um, so I think what he brought to the team was completely unmatched. Um, we had an, another glaring hole without him. Like we would have had Heredia starting games or just somebody from mm-hmm. AAA and would have had to trade for somebody, mm-hmm. um, at the deadline as well but at that point like we were ten and a half games down so if things kept going downhill maybe we just would have sold at the deadline without him mm-hmm. so in terms of being the spark for this team um until like how hot Dansby's been like I'd said it before like I said it maybe last week even if there's a big situation I would want Harris at the plate like he's definitely mm-hmm. a top three guy for sure that I want there yeah um but yeah, we'll move move into just kind of glancing at uh, postseason matchups and get into predictions in a second. But uh, this this post is from sad Mets fan, and it's just um, the caption is don't know if this is real or not, but it's overly specific for it not to be. Um, it says I just threw my glass table at my 80 inch TV, shattering both of them. This team has humiliated my entire family. My wife and kids are in tears as 40-plus guests clear out of my house. Just threw my Francisco Lindor jersey into the fire pit. I can't do this any longer. That's got to that's be sarcasm. There's no fucking... If, if that's true, that's so funny, but there's no way. Why would you, why would you like, have the detail about 40-plus guests, though? Like, it's got to be... I think that there is some truth in there. I think some of it is hyperbolic, but, like... That's so the, funny. Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley and the whole team and our, our bullpen, everybody, the whole, all of the Braves just caused so many marital issues and so many family problems. <laughs> <in> <laughs> literally, <New> literally. <laughs> they, they sent people to counseling, like, yeah, by swinging a ball and hitting a bat. Yeah. Fuck. I just swing went back in the ball, swing in a ball, swing in a ball and hitting a bat. It's, 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 it's ball base. I didn't realize you were changing the rules. That's pretty nice. <laughs> it's my own game now. Okay. Exactly. Um. So, postseason matchups, it's hard to look at, you know, right now because it could be a whole bunch of different things. But, uh, obviously, we're going to have – well, okay. So, the two updates about uh, Strider and Ozzy – um, and Thopolis was, I saw his interview, like when they were celebrating, um, Strider, he says they're very hopeful that he'll be back for, uh, the LDS. Mm. Um, 
I think that was one of those injuries that was like an injury where like he met his career limit. His like he exceeded his uh, the innings he'd pitched normally in one given year. And that was just to give him more rest. Like, what do you think about that? I think it was totally just I, like. I, with that Mets series, though, like, I don't know if they would have rolled the dice. That's fair. That's fair. With, you know, bringing in Morton. But, I mean. Um, I, I think at first I thought the same thing. But, yeah, yeah I, I agree. It was similar. Like, if they're not throwing him in the Mets series. I just, whenever I that. see a injury like that so late, <clears throat> late, late in the year to such a good pitcher, I always think that. That's why I've just not been concerned about it. My guess is that if we lose one of the first two games, he would probably come in. But if we yeah. win game one yeah. and game two, it'd probably go to Charlie. Um, yeah. So looking at least at like the first two games, um, so we'd have obviously Freed and then Wright. Um, and so we'd either be playing – uh, probably. I mean, we're either playing the Phillies or the Cardinals, um, and so I'd imagine that they're throwing their their one, two, and three. Um, so it would either be, it's more than likely going to be the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would just have to imagine the Phillies, yeah. unless. Schwarber just goes uh, like Schwarber. And I Harper. think it's going to be tough. I think it'll be closer than people think. But I it's, do think, and especially tough. in a three-game series, it's like yeah, you just never know. You get a couple home runs, and like it doesn't matter how terrible your bullpen is. Yeah, well, like, both of those all... are just so top-heavy. That's why I think it'll yeah. be like. So you've I, you've, like... Al- you've also got to consider the like the gravity of game one. You know, if the Phillies win game one, they're probably going to win the series. Right, like I don't know. I feel like that game. I, I mean, but it's also at, all games are going to be at St. Louis. Yeah, though, it's so. in St. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, obviously Stranger it's more likely, but um, so that first game would be Nola versus. Who's scheduled to go? I wonder if they put it. Probably Wainwright. I would imagine it's Wainwright. Well, apparently Wainwright's been having like a bad month, hmm. so maybe um, fucking. Uh, Jack, what's his name? Flaherty. He's been Which, terrible. Yeah, he's started heating up more recently. Um, oh, it's Zach Wheeler. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, he's oh, on the I'm Phillies. Yeah, he's on the Phillies. It's on the Phillies. So. He does have a very Cardinals aura, though. If you told me Zach Wheeler was on the Cardinals, I'd believe him for a second. Yeah, well, so it's going to be Zach Wheeler versus Undecided right now. Um, which the Mets are also undecided as of now. I mean, we have two days, but yeah. still. Um, they have two I'm, days. We don't have two days. They have two days. Yeah. <laughs> Suck but, it. <laughs> um, I mean, it would be hard to, like, see pitcher by pitcher, but but really this is the main thing. Like, um, and I think there's – yeah, I mean, uh, one of the fan questions about this as well, which, you know, is – Luke Delay asked, "Do we want the Phillies or the Cardinals? Which 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 one would y'all prefer?" Uh, I'd honestly prefer the Phillies, purely from like, uh, like statistically, like I, I think we'd have a much better chance of beating them, and it'd just be so much more sweet to beat the Phillies in a series. But realistically, I think the Cardinals are going to win. The will, 
Uh, I don't think there's any way that the Cardinals team loses that first round with Pujols, Yadier Molina, and Adam Wainwright. There's just no oh, way. That's, well, that's so which which one would you prefer to play, though? This is the main thing. Oh, prefer to play? Um, honestly? Honestly? Oh, I don't know. That's close. I would just say – the Braves, the Braves, the Cardinals. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if you can tell. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Cardinals, honestly, just because they're so top heavy. Like outside of Arenado and Goldschmidt, there's no one else on that team that like blows me away. Yeah, uh, their bullpen is really good, though. Like I know that, but also the Phillies are. They have better starting pitching. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I just more, think the Braves more, match up better with the Cardinals too. Yeah, that's that's what I think too. That's fair. Well. Yeah. Um, and like, we've struggled against the Phillies this year, um, and I really felt like we should have swept the Cardinals when we went to Bush Stadium, um, and we just kind of pissed it away for, for another number of things, including like Kenley had one of his worst performances, like walked in the game winner. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd honestly rather have the Cardinals one because like the, just if the thought of losing to the Phillies in the <laughs> would absolutely kill me, like sending, it's not only losing to them, but you're helping them get to the LCS, which they do not deserve in the slightest. They are a, a poop hole team. Like they are poo holes team. Um, they're Albert Pujols. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> um, and I do think we match up, like, I, we match up get, good against both of them. Um, but I mean, the Cardinals have their blood magic. We all know, like, yeah, that's they true. Can just pull, and you know, memories of the 2019 LDS. Yeah, I, I knew it was yeah. coming up at some point. I do think there's one thing that'd be pretty sweet. Griff and I have talked about this off air. But if they played the if the Braves played the Phillies and beat the Phillies, um, like I think that could also be really satisfying because Griffin and I sort of agreed that the Phillies are like teetering on the edge of just like completely exploding. <laughs> just, <laughs> just send yeah. them into one of those. <laughs> they they just barely scraped in to uh, the postseason too. Like the Brewers handed mm. it to them. Like they they, they really did. They really fell did. Apart. Um, and. Like, the Phillies lost five in a row a week ago. Um, Sam, and... I mentioned this to Griffin. Think of the Phillies roster, and then think of every player on that roster that they brought up in their system. The Phillies roster? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's, I'm, like, I'm gonna, no one they gonna. I was going to say, um, wait, let me just take a peek really quick. Uh, I think – they they have a couple more names now just because they had to like Stubbs and uh, Nick Maton um, mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name I uh, hate this Bryson guy. Stott yeah Bryson Stott was 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 Alec Bohm uh, uh, yeah, he was one of them guy, yeah. He was, yeah that's what I they thought. have more now but at the beginning of the year like what was supposed to be their starting lineup they had I think Bohm was the only guy that they had like brought through like farm system yeah Yeah. no it's Um, like yeah gene segura no cassianos no schwarber no bryce harper no rail muto no yeah zach wheeler no Syndergaard, no well yeah no that's uh they are the like the complete uh antithesis of 
what the Braves do. Yeah. They just try to buy stuff, and they're not, you yeah. know, the Yankees or the Dodgers, which the Dodgers also produce stuff in their farm, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Which is they, they fucking do. Nice. Yeah. That must be yeah. really nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I especially like I I do think that the Phillies rotation is better than the Cardinals in my eyes. That might be a hotter take for some. Um, but like Ranger Suarez would probably be one of the t- first two guys to pitch against us, and we have not done well against him this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think reason. I think Suarez is I think Ranger Suarez is lined up for Game Three. Uh, so well, yeah. So yeah. theoretically, like if they they won, if they win two, yeah, yeah. Then it'd be Ranger Suarez, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the Cardinals, like Wainwright, hasn't been great. I mean, he'll probably be good in the postseason. I would imagine mm-hmm. it's like his last mm-hmm. run, more maybe last year. Um, but then. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they can get kind of, like, uh, tricky down at the bottom of their lineup. They can mm-hmm. produce some hits, and they're all pretty fast runners as well, except for, except for, except for Pujols. Um, Yadier. And, and, yeah, and Yadier. Um, I don't think I've ever heard him as referred to as just Yadier. It's always either Molina or Yadier Molina. It's like, it's like you know, you know we're going to bring up someone who nobody knows but John Knox. Like no one call you know, like if you call him John, it's like, ugh, <laughs> like it's gotta be John Knox. Um, but yeah, probably Cardinals. Um, either way, it's not. I you know I would rather pick the Pirates. That I I would rather mm. play the Pirates, but that's just that's just me. Um, so we have postseason predictions run through these um let's go uh start in the al and then go from like the wild card up until the and then stop before you say the uh lcs and then do the nl and yeah both the cs's and then the world series all right okay wait so you're saying so like you go, you do your wild card in the AL, your wild cards, and then you do the both the DSs in the AL, and then you go to the wild card in the NL, and right? The DS and then the CS, the CS World Series. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll just run through mine very quickly. I'm also starting to get a little sleepy out of here. Um, mm-hmm. So I have the Rays beating the Guardians um, in the AL in the first AL wild card. Uh, I don't think the Guardians have the legs. Um, who knows though? Could be interesting. Um, I have the Jays beating the Mariners, which I hope doesn't happen, but I think realistically is going to happen. The Mariners just haven't been to the playoffs in like fucking 20 million years. So I don't think they're going to be ready for it in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Like it just, it's not setting up well for them, unfortunately. Um, and then raise the Yankees. I have the Yankees winning. Um, I think they're they're juggernaut right now. Um, then Astros Jays, I have Astros winning. Uh, similar and then on the other side for the nl i have the cardinals beating the phillies and then i have the the mets beating the padres i think the mets are going to take two out of three against the Padres. i think that i think the mets are going to sweep the padres i think they're angry and it's at city field so it's just gonna go well for them um going from there i have 
the Braves beating the Cardinals in a redemption um, redemption matchup from 2019, and then I have the Mets beating the Dodgers uh, to set up a Mets really? Braves NLCS. Uh, yeah, yeah. I th- uh, God, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I think like just kind of quickly on that note, I think the Mets are angry right now. I don't think yeah. they necessarily have momentum. I think they're just like like they killed the Nationals today. I, I think. I walked by a bar that was playing it, and they're up like by a lot too little. And it's mm-hmm. like for what? You know, literally just. There's also they're, Eric they're... Fetty though. Oh, Eric Fetty's fucking terrible. Yeah, nine to two, eight to zero yesterday. Like they're they're starting to heat up a little. So, and they got a huge chip on their shoulder, obviously. Um, so that sets up NLCS and ALCS: Braves, Mets, Yankees, Astros. Um, I have the Braves beating the Mets four to t- in four games to two. And then I have the Yankees beating the Astros four games to three. Um, and then I have the Braves winning the World Series in seven. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I think Braves-Yankees. Yeah, I, th- I think the, the repeat Britain and Braves-Yankees is realistic. I think the Yankees are going to make it to the World Series, and then they're going to they're gonna burn out. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's kind of my uh, prediction right now. Will? Yeah. Uh, starting in the American League. I have Cleveland um, beating uh, Tampa. Then I have – I actually went with the Mariners over the Blue Jays. And oh, yeah. I, Tell me why. Like, I mean, excuse me? Tell me. Tell me why, please. Um, I'll, be frank, I'll be frank. There's not much logic behind it. It's just <laughs> purely a gut feeling. That's all it Hell is. Yeah. And it's also just something that I think everyone wants to see. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah. I mean – People like the Blue Jays too, but it's like they it's like not the same. Sport. It's yeah, not the it same. Not like the same, I, it, I feel bad for the Blue Jays that they have yeah. to play them because like yeah. they know everyone's cheering against. Them. Like they know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's purely a gut and emotional pick. Um, and then I got a little wild with my American League division series, um, so I actually picked Cleveland over the Yankees. The only oh. reason. Uh, is I really like – tell me if you've heard it before. I really like Cleveland's pitching, like, from top mm-hmm. to bottom. Like, everyone is good. Bieber, of course. Tristan McKenzie's had a breakout year. Cal Con- Quant- I can never pronounce his last name. Quantrill or whatever. Yeah. Emmanuel Classe is probably the second best reliever in baseball right now. Yeah, I think he's honestly better than uh, Diaz. It's close. It's yeah. really close. He's that really close. Really quiet. Um. And I also, like, my biggest problem with the Yankees is their starting pitching. Um, and, like, the one thing about Cleveland yeah. that stands out is they don't, like, strike out at all. Um, That's true. And they, they hit for hits. contact. They only have one guy that really ever hits for power. But I also think the Yankees have so many strikeout-prone hitters that going up against Bieber and those guys, I just – I don't really like that for them, like matchup wise. So that's why I went with Cleveland. I know it's a gutsy pick. Um, and then I think the Astros beat the Mariners. And then in the National League, I have the Cardinals beating the Phillies, the Mets beating the Padres, and then the Braves beating the Cardinals, and the Dodgers beating the Mets. And then in the World Series, I actually have the Astros. Versus the Dodgers, and I will be honest. Blech. A big reason why I picked that was because last year, was uh, was because last year I picked the Astros, and 
I can't. I think the Brewers in the World Series, and then the Braves won the World Series. So I picked Astros and Dodgers, and I think it'll be the Astros in seven games. I just also think like, I think it's a matter of time before Houston gets another one. I I don't see yeah, how that's that's reasonable. Yeah, that's reasonable. Like, there's just no way. I don't see how they don't. And this one is it is so easy for them to get there. Like, it is a cakewalk. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I um. So in the in the AL, I have the Blue Jays beating the Mariners. Uh, I think the Rogers Center is just going to be overpowering, and like yeah. the Mariners have been kind of skidding like recently too. Honestly, uh, the the Rays could have taken it from them, but the Rays skidded even harder um, mm. towards the end of the year. Um, obviously, there's a lot of energy on that team, but like if they were playing in Seattle, it's a whole different story. Um, and it's just, you know, you're two games separated from it being in Seattle. And I think they might have had the tiebreaker, too, so it just sucks. But I would I would like to see the Mariners win, but I think that the Blue Jays are going to take it. Um, and then I have the Guardians beating the Rays. I think that, I mean, that could flip any, you know, either way. The Rays, you know, no one ever gives them anything, and then all of a sudden they're, like, in the LCS for whatever reason. Um mm-hmm. And the Guardians, it's weird saying that the Guardians are, are a better team than the Rays because no one gave them a chance at the beginning of the year. Like, I, I, I think I put them at the bottom in the, uh, the AL Central. I mm. think I thought that they were going to be worse than the Royals. Wow. That was wow. probably one of the my Tigers. biggest misses. Yeah. Tigers. Yeah, no, I thought the, the Tigers, Tigers rebuild a, their the rebuild was over. over. <laughs> the rebuild was over. This is the best it'll get. Um, yeah. But no, I I legit thought the Tigers were going to be close, but not get it. Like I thought them and the Rangers were going to be close. I was wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Guardians take it. They're I mean, it, they're just the better version of the Rays this year, honestly. Um, hmm. Just kind of working their way in, and it's not like they have a good record too. It's not like they just won a crap division. They did win a crap mm. division. They did, yeah. <laughs> Let's not yeah, give them much record, credit yeah. there. <laughs> but they, they have a great record. They have great pitching. Um, and, yeah, they are scrappy hitters. Um, yeah. And then uh, the ALDS, I have the Astros easily handling the Blue Jays, unfortunately. And, um, Will, you actually you converted my, my thought process. I had the Yankees beating the Guardians, but, the like, we got to, you know, the Yankees were bad in the second half and like they kind of mm. got reignited the last couple weeks but like there was just so much hype around Aaron Judge. Speaking into existence. Yeah. I will say another thing uh, Cleveland reminds me a lot. I like a scary amount of the Kansas City Royals from 2015. Like kinda, that yeah. like never say yeah. die. Fucking they sc- are like scrappy. The exact same. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, like I, yeah we're like niche little town or not a little town but niche township on their shoulder that that's a really good point mm-hmm. i mean they could mm-hmm. very easily just squeak in to the cs or not easily mm-hmm. but like they could squeak in like there's a chance they could go to the world series if they have a couple really good games against the astros and the like, only yeah no i thought about that too but i thought that'd get a little too wild they're like big yeah, that's definitely that's just, asking a lot yeah uh, they just can't hit home runs they're the only, no. like, the only guy that can do it is, uh, 
Jose Ramirez. But like if yeah. if you get one or two people hot in addition to him, mm. like they they yeah. also have that they also have that Josh Naylor guy who's like yeah. if if Guillermo Heredio is really good like just, <laughs> yeah. like really really yeah. good energy dugout guy but just fucking yeah. matches like doesn't wear batting gloves just a total badass yeah I like that guy mm-hmm. I mean he yeah he's yeah. A, a decent home run hitter as well for them mm-hmm. um, it'll be yeah. interesting to see I like a lot of these matchups are really good and should be really interesting to watch. Um, I'm going to watch as many as I can, but I have people coming in for the Auburn game and then have watched the Auburn game. But um, so, yeah, I flipped. I had the Yankees originally winning, but like I will talk me into the Guardians. Um, Ooh, the Yankees. Um, and, and then uh, in the NL, I have the Cardinals beating the Phillies. And I have the Padres beating the Mets. Um, I just want to speak it to into existence. And, like, the Padres have quietly been good towards the end of the year. Not, like, great, but, like, if it's a three-game series and seeing what we just did. I don't, you know, obviously they're not us. They are not as good as we are in basically every facet. Um, but... They're starting they, pitching's really good. I I know, and that's the thing that like <laughs> no, I think no, could pa- like, but yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was gonna say. I think that's the thing that could power them through. You just had Degrom and Scherzer and Bassett all have terrible starts. Maybe they bounce back from it or whatever. But like, mm. you can take advantage of these guys, and if you have you Darvish go out and pitch, like, uh, seven oh, innings sh- of like one run ball. You just, you know, you have a couple people on base and Manny Machado just squares one up off to Grom. Like, that changes everything. That's a good point. I honestly hadn't thought about their rotation for that series is going to be Musgrove, Snell, and Darvish. Like, that is really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they can all implode. But, yeah, I mean, so can Grom and Scherzer and Bassett. Bassett, I think, is going to be really bad in the playoffs uh, Mm. because – he had that that Braves game was the biggest game of his career. He had spent all the rest of his career with the A's. And they Oakland, do nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was definitely the biggest game of his career, and he got destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, only I think he technically only gave up, or he no he gave up four runs um, in only two and a two and two thirds innings. So, I think the Padres are going to squeak in there and just you know having Juan Soto on the other side and how hot he is in the postseason and having to face him and Manny Machado back to back. And then, you know, like they don't have Tatis, but they still have a really good lineup. Um, and the Mets bullpen is not looking good right now. Like they are, they are just scraping the bottom of the barrel. They, their game plan. I think they talked about this on ESPN. Basically their game plan now with how bad their bullpen has been is like, their, their starter has got to go seven. Like, if, mm-hmm. if it's an ideal world, their starter goes seven. Ottavino comes in for the eighth. And then uh, Diaz, which they Diaz has been practicing, you know, doing two inning games. So at least six Ottavino and then Diaz for two. But when Diaz has been going two, he's been, you know, kind of getting beat as well because he's not used to it. So the rest of their guys in their bullpen are not fantastic. Um, but... Yeah, so I have uh, the Braves beating the Cardinals. I have the Dodgers 
uh, pretty easily handling the Padres. Um, the ALCS, I have the Astros now beating the Guardians instead of the Yankees. I, like you know, we already said, I think the Astros are, have a really easy route to the World Series. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the Dodgers have been overly comfortable in how good they are, and they haven't really had much adversity this whole year. Um, mm-hmm. And their first two, their game, like if they play the Mets, I think that'll be their first real challenge. But Padres, they've just, you know, daddied them the whole year. So yeah. Braves, if Braves, if the Braves take one out of, you know, the first two in LA for playing LA, then I think we can, you know, run it back again. Mm-hmm. It's more than likely, like, you know, obviously it would. The, the most likely matchup is Astros Dodgers, but I'm gonna go with my with the Braves because I'm not biased at all. Um, and then I have the Braves winning in five this year instead there we of go. six. Um, so oh, yeah. um, we got like no time left, but we're gonna run through a couple fan questions real quick. Y'all answer them. Um, AJ Smith asks, "What does the Charlie Morton extension mean for starting pitching and free agency?" I think he's implying both for us and then also kind of like in the free agency market in general. Degrom to the Braves isn't happening. That is, yeah, that's kind of beginning yeah, 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 at this point. Yeah, I, I also like my my. I'm I'm gonna chime in on that one real quick. My brother, my brother brought up a good point that like Degrom probably doesn't want to pitch with the Chop House. You know, like that is a very short porch, and that could be a turn away for someone like that. So, yeah. that on top I, of the Morton thing, like I don't think it's gonna happen. I do think he wants to get out of New York, though. I think he's kind of mm. over it. Um, yeah, but especially I, if they don't do anything this year. But Charlie Morton getting twenty million, like, just Ugh. lit the stove. Yeah. Like, it's Degrom's <laughs> gonna get so paid so mm-hmm. freaking paid um, he's gonna get a lot of money and a like a lot of money it, you know i don't know if it's gonna be the mets i think it, it very well could be the dodgers i think it's probably it might be the dodgers i don't know i think it's the only team that can afford it maybe the yankees but i think again he just kind of wants to get out of new, new york in general um and yeah for charlie i mean 20 million is way too much Mm-hmm. Um, it gives us some insurance, but like that's a hefty insurance claim. I was a bit surprised yeah. to see him get that much because yeah, like I, Musgrove and Castillo year, got basically the same amount. Yeah. I um, yeah I don't think I don't think the Braves were super jazzed about it, but it seemed kind of like a forced deal. Yeah, I thought he was just going to retire, um, but we, there's also an option it. in 2024. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, someone someone was thinking they saw it as the opposite. I saw it as like, well, we're not going to really be doing very much in the in free agency this year, and they saw it as like a sign that we're going to make a lot of splashes. Get Aaron Judge, yeah. <laughs> dude. If it happens, God, it's coming oh. home. <laughs> um, I I we don't really need much is the thing of, nah, you know, just going out and signing relievers, but like we have Luke Jackson and then hopefully like a good Kirby Yates coming back here. And then we got everybody else except for Kenley Jansen, but we already have Rysel. So Rysel, yeah. 
I don't know who um, I think has been the who I think has been the second half MVP. Yeah, if we if we take that in a, I, I think I, I, yeah. he is the most comfortable with anybody in the bullpen. Like he's if he comes yeah. out, I'm like, oh yeah, we're good. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, Ricardo Bigglesworth um, yeah. asks. Did Dansby just secure himself a future in Atlanta after the Mets series? He secured himself a big contract somewhere. I don't know if yeah. it's in Atlanta, but yeah, the dude just played himself into fucking like that dude's gonna get a lot of money, and it's Will, gonna it like yeah. Will you've been the uh, most notable Dansby hater for a long it's time? True, yeah. what, it's what, true, yeah. What, 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 <laughs> from how he's done this season? Um, and what he did against the Mets and what he did in the postseason last year. No, I am but... willing to eat my words. I really okay. am. Um, I'm curious to see what he gets, though, because it's going to be him, Correa, and Turner. Turner. And then I think Bogarts is going to opt out because yeah. the Red Sox have been yeah. making really questionable moves and wants to get paid. Yeah, they're all, they're all, they're also way too here and there. They have Trevor Story and they have Marcelo Mayer coming up who's going to be like the next big thing. So I, it sounds like Marcelo is going to shift to third base though. He's getting Oh yeah. Well, what about yeah. Devers? Uh you can throw Devers at first base or something. Like Well, they got Hosmer still. Hosmer's dog. <laughs> I know, but they're paying him so much money. Oh wait, no, 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 wait. No, the Padres I think they Paid his whole. I think it was one of those like pay him to get off the team. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess just throw him into the dugout. Yeah. And then you shift Casas to. Uh, that would be a ridiculous infield. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, um, he's gonna want a similar amount of money as Austin Riley though, and I don't know if we can give him that. Mm. I I think a fair deal is still like. Five do you all years. think he stays? Like right now, do you think he stays? My gut says yes, no. My gut says no. Honestly, I would say yes, but it's just you know I felt really confidently about Freddie. So. I think he, I think I think what's gonna happen is Alex Anthopoulos is gonna like play it to. Like, he, he's not going to follow his heart. Like, he's going to get, like, okay, you had an outstanding season, but, like, let's be real. This happened, you know. You're very, like, streaky. He's not going to say this to his face, but, like, you know, Dansby was a streaky hitter. He hasn't always been, like, the best shortstop in baseball. Like, this is just a standout year, so, like, let's be real. And then the fucking Detroit Tigers or something are going to be like, oh, here's, like, $5 million, or, like, here's, like, you know, $50 million for, like, two years or some shit like that. And I think that's realistically what's going to happen. Yeah. My thought is no. if he doesn't sign with us, then it's either going to be the, the Dodgers letting go of Trey Turner and taking him mm. um, or the Twins letting go of Correa and taking him. Yeah. I think Correa has an opt-out. He does. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I think – yeah. I think He's going to opt-out because yeah, I, well, yeah, he's absolutely. a greedy piece of garbage. Will, I know that you were like Team Correa or whatever. I oh, dude, you. I'm all – I'm totally with Correa on that side. I, I don't think, think he's like, a good guy, but I totally <laughs> – He's like the complete opposite of a clubhouse guy. Did you see his interview, Sam? Like what he said? No, about, no. He was – um, he was basically like, he said, basically he was asked if he was going to opt out <laughs> at the end of the year. And he said, when I go to the mall and I go to the Dior store and I want to buy something, I take it and I ask how much it costs and then I pay it. And that's what I pay for the product. They want my product. They're going to pay my price. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. He is a businessman in a in a, like, yeah. a baseball uniform. I hate That's him. Awful. That's awful. I'm, I'm okay with it. These guys are billionaires. They could totally pay him what he wants. It's fine. Uh, um. Also, do you know that Max Scherzer is making more money than all of the Cleveland Guardians team combined Jesus this year? <laughs> that honestly, that doesn't surprise me that much. Like, yeah, I mean, like stranger, stranger things have happened. Yeah, um, for real. Uh, John Morrell asks, could the Braves be the team of the twenties, considering we've locked up our guys for so long? Um, I mean, it really looks like it. I mean, we. Yeah. We've expanded our window to where there is no window. Yeah. Like, we're going to be a playoff competitor for a long time, which not yeah. many other teams can say outside of, like, you know, the Dodgers, the Dodgers. and the Yankees Dodgers and now the Nets. Astros. 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 And, well, well, I was going to – The Astros I, I, have a window, to... I still think. But. Yeah. I, I think to kind of add to that point, like, in a vacuum, the Braves are absolutely, like – a team of the twenties, but I think the only issue is the intradivisional Mets thing is that's really going to be a, it's going to be a dog fight for the next like five to 10 years. Yeah. However, like in the nineties, we battled with the giants when we were in the NL West and like there was a, that was before the wild card too. So like we had a 105 win season and they had a 104 win season and they went home. Mm. Um, so Idiots. we battled with them every year too. Um, and we were still the team of the nineties. So as long as we just keep treating the Mets, you know, like what they are and second class citizens, then then it's it should be fine. I think um, it'll come down to how they'll produce starting pitching because they have like the entire hitting locked up, but like they're they're not they're not going to be able to keep everyone. That's just that's the, fair. That's yeah. like, and it's really sad because like I'm not wanting to see Freed leave. Um, no, yeah, and the thing is, you're gonna have to like pick between people. Yeah. Um, yeah gonna be hard which is I mean, kind of why i don't for... like the the charlie morton signing yeah. a little more too because it's like it is just one year but it's like could be dedicating that to some other space yeah. well it's... starting pitching is expensive like freed's gonna be yeah. a lot of money that's yeah. what I, yeah. I... it's true um ethan rojas miranda asks any chance we see freddie in a braves uniform again no no I think he could maybe come back as like a bench player when he's in his late thirties. Maybe like as a coach. I don't. I don't. It's just so weird right now. It's like it's like the ex girlfriend that just just nah. Like I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I would say the only way that it happens is kind of like the Pujols situation. Yeah, it's like his last year, his second to last year. It's like yeah. just throw him on the bench, like pay him a couple like one or two million and it's fine see what happens yeah it would be kind of like a send-off thing more than like a, he's producing in our lineup don't which i mean Pujols is producing but no one could have predicted that um uh former listener uh currently dead to me listener uh ben latner asked uh <laughs> what will oda rizzi's role in the postseason be uh, whatever Drew Smiley was last year, just like yeah. that carbon copied. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a four five, six guy and like a medium stakes game. I don't think they're going to throw him out to start any. Yeah. And, and specifically going into that too, like, that's what I've been saying that he would be just the, yeah. the same thing as Drew Smiley. Um, 
I don't think I don't think it's a low leverage situation in general. I mean, he had a better outing. There is a chance. It wouldn't be good, but like there is a mm-hmm. chance that if we were up big in a series, he might come start. Like if we go three zero um, somehow in the LCS, they might throw him out for the fourth game. Um, because no one's ever come back from three zero. We are an Atlanta sports team, but uh, you know. Um, but like, if it's a low leverage situation that we're up in a game, I think Jackson Stevens and like Silvio Bracco, who which I don't know why he's on the team, or maybe Jesse Chavez are coming in for that because we still need to win. Yeah. But Odorizzi, it's like just eat innings because we're getting destroyed. Yeah. Um, yep. Carson Strader, our underground reporter, uh, is not a question, but it's just a reminder that we have not lost the NL East since Blooper has been our mascot. That's a good point. <laughs> dude, the, the, I love, I love, I love his role. He's just a villain. Like he's just totally. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just a bastard. He's like, just he's, a he's, bastard. He does like if 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 you're not a Braves fan, you oh, fucking hate that. You fucking hate dude, that. Dude, Frank like, the he's Tank just evil. talks about how much he hates him all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's literally just he causes chaos. He's an evil. He's an evil person. It's like it's like Jock Peterson, but in a in a mascot. Yeah, they need exactly. to put the Dansby money towards him to make sure yeah. they lock him. <laughs> I wonder how much those guys get paid. Dude, that's like a dream role. Like. Uh, that's gotta oh, be. Yeah. I think it's like a cycle of guys because they have like their security or whatever that walks around with them, and it's just like guys in their mid twenties or whatever. They just yeah. I got a, I got a selfie it. with Blooper at one of the games, and he was with two bodyguards. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, last questions from uh, Beverly Brown, um, who uh, is my adoptive mom, uh, is what she's Hell kept yeah. saying. Um, but uh. How excited are we for the postseason? Ah, oh, that's a sweet, that's a sweet question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so excited! Like, yeah. it, it's, <sighs> it's, let's fucking go! <sighs> I, yeah. I also, I also think I, I've kind of taken this like, I don't want to say villain arc, but like I felt it today. Like walking around with the Braves hat on, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy. Like, this is gonna be awesome. Also, I just like I don't I for me like just being in New York when like the Yankees and the Mets are just just like respectively killing it like it, it's going to be an awesome atmosphere and then the Braves are just unreal. Uh, I think this is going to be a I, last postseason was obviously amazing, but I think this one's going to parallel uh, if, if not better. So, lot to look mm-hmm. forward to. Yeah, Will. Well, you were going to watch like uh, you take the LSAT next Saturday. Not so yeah, I take it next now. Saturday. I'll also be out of the country like shortly after, so I probably won't even see until like the World Series, which wow. sucks. Wow, going out of the country? Wow. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, Rome, Italy. Damn. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He's gonna Not eat some Rome, pizza. <laughs> Not Rome, Georgia. <laughs> I think we fly out of there though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That pizza thing was funny. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine going to italy and then not eating pizza or pasta like I, someone's no. done it 
Someone's and just watching and just watching baseball in your hotel room. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we have reservations at a Cheddar's there. No, <laughs> no, you don't. No, no, no. I can't. For the love of God, don't do that. But that's hysterical. <laughs> so it's dinner time. Everybody, let's get the gang We're and go to Burger King. Having Panda <laughs> Express. <laughs> It's eating like it on your tummy for dinner. watching <laughs> watching the braves game just turn all the lights off um, watching the braves at like four in the morning yeah too. i was about to say it'd be like oh, three or four yeah. in the morning um you can keep up with the day games uh, yeah like hopefully the hopefully the braves will by the time i get back it'll be the world series so hopefully yeah. they'll still be playing yeah that'd yeah. be good i would like that um, That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, be nice. Watch it be like the Phillies in Tampa. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> like no one gives a shit. Yeah. I think I think the worst that would probably be the worst for like media that matchup. Like that's the. Are worst you saying like mon- like monetary wise yeah. or just yeah, like yeah 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 no one hundred percent like the small market like just not like not the MLB would hate that. Uh, yeah, no, like Roger Go- or not Roger fucking Goodell. What's his name? I, I what's the uh, Manfred. Manfred? Yeah, Manfred is fucking praying for like a Yankees Dodgers or some bullshit Great. like that. Dodgers but, Astros. Yeah, I like yeah, they might literally. they might rig it to be Dodgers Astros because they were this close to having that last year. Yeah, for uh, real. I hope Cleveland beats the Yankees so bad. That's yeah, all I want. Good. Watch them get that swept by the awesome. Rays. But the that thing is, I think the Rays team. could beat the Yankees as well. Like, yeah. the Yankees are not really matching up well against either of those teams. I think they would honestly match up better against the, the Blue Jays and the Mariners. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, this has been the longest episode we've recorded in a long time. But uh, it's a good thing because it's mm-hmm. good times. Good times going right now. Um, and to f- definitively answer that question, yes, I'm excited, but... I've I like in terms of what I've seen as a successful season it, a couple of weeks ago I was saying make it to the LCS and that's a successful season mm-hmm. obviously I still want to go at least that far and go further and win the World Series and whatever but coming back and winning the division the way that we did like obviously it would be a sour note if we lost in the NLDS or to the Dodgers or Mets or Padres or in the LCS, but this has already been a successful season to me. And the postseason's such a crapshoot. Like obviously we were the worst team in terms of record coming into the postseason last year, and we won. So, um, like we said, it could it, theoretically, the chances are minuscule, but it could be a Phillies Rays World Series um, where no one would give a crap, other than I'd be heavily rooting against the Phillies, but um, I'm excited. I'm going to be real nervous, and it's it's going to be just anxiety every single day. But, yeah, it is almost 11 now. Um, I'm going to go do my celebratory poop that I normally do after oh, yeah. these episodes. Um, Sam's going to get ready to wake up at 6 in the morning and... Uh, <laughs> Will seven. seven seven in the morning seven. yeah, yeah thank, thank you thank you very much yeah um yeah but good stuff uh hopefully we'll have continually consistent episode for the next couple weeks um if not then it'll just be kind of a sad stretch we'll see <laughs> but 
Go Braves. Um, Mets suck. And uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully, with uh, good news again. Could be oh, a yeah. week from now, and we could be done with the year. That's a pessimistic thought. I'm not going <laughs> to. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to. We're ending up like the most depressing. <laughs> All right. That's it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. All right. See you later. All right.